Fuck, Mary kill. Ah, yes, a classic. Quirrell. Mm-hmm. Lockhart. <laughs> Lupin. <laughs> I mean, is is there not just like a completely obvious answer to this question? Who's to say? <laughs> All right, we're going to marry Lupin. Of course, we're going to marry Lupin. We're going to fuck Lockhart. Of course, we're going to do that. And we're going to kill Quirrell. This is the obvious answer. What? <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding. So feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix. And where to find them? A Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. That it is. That <laughs> it is. I uh, thought for a second that maybe I'd lost you on Zoom. <laughs> nope, I'm still here. Just sitting there, okay. Um, well, right. we didn't have any announcements to get into, and then we do this thing yeah. every time we don't have announcements where we feel weird about immediately starting to talk about a fan fiction. So then my brain was like, "What do we? What should we talk about instead of an announcement?" And yeah. then I didn't have anything to talk about. So you know, this studio you've commandeered is a little distracting. I'm sorry, if I had to say. <laughs> I am recording today from the cheese show set. The set mm-hmm. of the Olivia and Joe Cheese show. Um, mm-hmm. Olivia's been on your other podcast yes. a few times, Bemis. Yes. Not not on this one, if you're yeah. not familiar. Olivia is a friend of mine from high school. <laughs> <laughs> and a friend of mine from college. Um, yeah, there's lots of stuff behind me. There's a multiple ukuleles behind me. <laughs> yeah, there are. <laughs> there's one right behind my head. There's multiple ukuleles. <laughs> Lots of fabulous uh, paintings. This is a great set. Honestly, like it f- and I have and I have like the set lights on. Olivia turned the lights on. Whew. So I'm like sitting in a you recording great. set. Professionally You're lit. Very well lit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame that no one can see me. <laughs> I can because, see. Do I not count? Well, uh, only a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, well if you like cheese you could see the set that sequoia is sitting in if you watch uh uh, olivia's show yeah put a link in the description um all of our various friends here in new york have been very nice and accommodating um my need for recording (laughs) space (laughs) you've been recording in a different place every time we've recorded (laughs) in new york Everybody has been very oh. kind in letting me record in their spaces. So <laughs> shouts to everybody who's continuing to help this podcast happen, even though I moved across the country and I'm living out of various suitcases. Yep. I have left the place with the rooster, though, in case anybody was... <laughs> in case people were just sort of like <laughs> hanging on to that mm-hmm. one. I have mm-hmm. left the rooster behind. Mm-hmm. Good riddance. You're, you're, 
you're trying out a bunch of different parts in New York before you while you're looking for an apartment. Yeah, right? yeah, that's, that's what's happening. So I'm bouncing around, yet. bouncing around yeah. to different places. Eventually, we hope to get you. We ho- I, I hope that you get into a place so that you have some space to record someday, so that you don't have to keep making the track to wherever. <laughs> someday, someday it'll happen. We'll see. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I are you ready to do some fan fiction? Yeah, bud. What do you got for me today? Yeah, I've got so we mentioned this in our last episode that you mm-hmm. had in the outline um <laughs> <laughs> refused to share the title with you. Exactly. Yeah. I have done the same thing this time yeah. around because I felt like the title was a little bit too powerful. Surprise. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> absolutely did like not. The listeners may or may not have the surprise room, depending on if they look at the title of the episode before, but we can preserve it for each other. We Yeah, and we do try, do our <laughs> best ability with, with, uh, with the wild ones like this. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time, everyone, for predictions. Uh, give us... Three predictions based on the following three clues. You can tweet them at us, hashtag fanfic divination. You can answer our story on Instagram. You can email us. You can shout unto the skies your predictions. Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. ready? Mm-hmm. This fan fiction is called Umbridge and Filch, colon, A Strange Romance. Oh, dear. <laughs> really give it, give it a lot of weight at the top here. Give it a lot of weight at the top here. Oh, dear. This is a romance slash humor fan fiction. No way. No way. <laughs> you would have never guessed. You would have never, never guessed. guessed. And Assumed it was uh, romance and drama. <laughs> This is an adventure slash mystery <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> if only. Oh, man. Oh, man. This came out post Order of the Phoenix. Uh, no way. You would have never, never guessed. guessed. Time period. Uh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, here's the thing I feel like. The title says what the pairing is, but I have no idea what this author will have pulled from that and decided to do. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Who knows? Yeah, fuck. All right. All right. I've got some something. Why not? Okay. Here's my predictions. Prediction number one. Um, One of the things that will draw this couple together is their shared love of cats. Great. Prediction number two. I think there's going to be a maybe an unrequited aspect to this with some like maybe pining or something. Okay, okay. And prediction number three, Umbridge is going to die in this. <laughs> this is not a tragedy. <laughs> what? I, I think that wouldn't be considered by Mo- many yeah, fans I guess to be a tragedy. It's really not a tragedy at all. Really People are all. a little spicy when it comes to Umbridge. <laughs> oh, those are great oh. predictions. Thank you. I tried really mm-hmm. hard. <laughs> all right, bring us this wild shit. What do you got? This is Umbridge and Filch, a strange romance. Chapter one, the great beginning. <laughs> Chapters. <laughs> 
chapters. I feel like with a title like that, I would have expected this to be like maybe 500 words. Right, though? <laughs> I'm just like straight <laughs> just nonsense. Like <laughs> <laughs> chapters. Jesus Christ. Argus, come here, called the Hogwarts headmaster, Albus Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Argus Filch, the caretaker, came storming into the room. <laughs> I, I, I like that he's just sitting in his office and just like yells into the... Filch! Headmaster, everybody keeps making trouble. The, tw- the Weasley twins are at it again, he exclaimed. And Peeves couldn't be worse. Do you know what they're doing? They're... I'm wondering if Dumbledore didn't summon him and this is just like a standing meeting they have (laughs) where like once or twice a week Filch comes in and like says his stuff and it's the same stuff every week. And Dumbledore's like, yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, I'll work on that. I'll work on that. Bye. See you later. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. yes. The Weasley twins peeves. I understand. I understand. I, you have to clean the whole castle even though you don't know how how to do magic. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Exactly, exactly. I have... mm -hmm. But Filch couldn't utter another word next to dumbledore was a beautiful lady <clears throat> she was short with a face like a princess and she was wearing a lovely pink cardigan and a matching bow on her hand on her head on her hand <laughs> <laughs> there's a bow on her hand a bow on her hand a bow on her head she was perfect for filch <laughs> kind of cute it, it is kind of cute he's like oh look she's so pretty <laughs> she's perfect for me he says before filch could make a bigger fool of himself dumbledore introduced them i think dumbledore's setting this up yeah <laughs> do you think he's trying to distract umbridge from you know doing the nasty things she does by setting up a little bit of romance. Yeah, I think maybe you could be like sort of two birds, one stone about it too, Mm, you know? Yeah, make both of these people slightly less miserable. And distracted from making others miserable. Or, I I don't know though, you do kind of run the risk of them kind of like teaming up and becoming even worse Mm. than before though. That's true, that's true. Dumbledore- Maybe they're not- such shitty people because they're not in a relationship. Maybe they're just shitty people, <laughs> Dumbledore. Well, Dumbledore is known to take risks. <laughs> <laughs> He's always, always making the play for romance. He really is. Dumbledore loves love. You know that. We all know that. And <laughs> Argus, I see you've noticed Dolores, he said. He's drooling, I suppose, or something. Weird I don't way know. to introduce two people. <laughs> I've invited her to our weekly meeting. <laughs> I see you've noticed. And I you uh, are sort of slack-jawed saying nothing here, so I guess I'll intervene. <laughs> oh, he cut off in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> he does look silly. Dolores Umbridge. The lady said in a flirty yet squeaky voice. Filch practically melted on the spot. Dumbledore could see that Umbridge wasn't paying any attention to him. To Dumbledore. She wasn't paying attention to Dumbledore. 
she's caught up in the moment as well. It's one of those, you know, of the part in the movie where you lock eyes and then and then the camera starts panning around <laughs> really fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or everything uh, uh everything in the background sort of like unfocuses. Yeah. Goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dumbledore like looks like he's like going really far. You, like switch the <laughs> the perspective or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or it's like a uh you know 2005 Pride and Prejudice where all of a sudden everybody is just actually gone. <laughs> Ooh, and it's just the two of I think them. That in the also room. happened in the most recent season of Bridgerton. Oh, I think it did too. <laughs> Dumbledore could see that Umbridge wasn't paying any attention to him. She was lost in her own world with Filch. So Dumbledore left. (laughs) It's his office! What? It's like, clearly, (laughs) you two need a moment. And then he leaves the office and he stands outside and like steepling his fingers and being like, ah, yes, it's all going according to plan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I'll be teaching defense against the dark arts, Umbridge said to Filch. She giggled. (laughs) And what do you do? Oh. I'm the caretaker. Sulk about the castle and yell at people. (laughs) I yell at children a lot. Do you yell at children a lot? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm the caretaker of Hogwarts. I keep Hogwarts in great shape. Without me, the school would be a mess, Filch said, trying to make it sound as though his job was the most important thing in the world. It is important. It is incredibly important, actually. <laughs> Doesn't have to try. Nope, just actually Whatever. important. It's fine. Well, I am from the Ministry of Magic. I make sure that Hogwarts is a good school and that it stays that way. But Argus, <laughs> with you around, I'm sure there won't be any problems. Umbridge winked at Filch. <laughs> Is she manipulating him? No. No? She's just flirting with him. Nice. So she's trying to look cute. She's doing a little Mm -hmm. cute thing, probably with her shoulders, Mm -hmm. probably. Wink. Shoulder. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) And then she teasingly, you know, hits his arm and whatever. Whatever that is. Well, it was quite a journey to Hogwarts. I'm very tired. I'd better get to sleep, Umbridge said. Filch nodded as Umbridge left the room. Chapter 2. The Dream <laughs> that, was, that was like a hundred word chapter. That There's all <laughs> sort of, of all like that. <laughs> I love it when you find a fic like that. Yeah. We, so funny. <laughs> I wonder if, now I'm wondering. Yep. They were also all posted on the same day. No, <laughs> it, within two days. This was two days of the author just being like, yes, a tiny chapter. Yes, a tiny chapter. Yes, a tiny chapter. We love it. I love that. We love it. 
As Umbridge was getting dressed the next morning, she was still thinking about Filch. She'd had a dream about him. In the dream, Peeves was blocking her way to the Defense Against the Dark Arts room, and Umbridge didn't know what to do. She was hopelessly looking for a savior. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those dreams where, like, you try to run and you, like, move really slowly. Mm -hmm. And all your teeth fall out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is what her... She's having a stress dream. Yeah. About her first day of work. She is. Aw. Aw? (laughs) oh i feel bad for her this is what her 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 brain is concocting as far as a scenario in which she needs to be saved by and couldn't be saved by anybody else but filch and it's peas yeah (laughs) fine she was hopelessly looking for a savior when she saw filch flying in on a firebolt outside of the window Peeves can fly. Never mind. It's a dream. (laughs) Stand back, Peeves. Filch warned. But Peeves didn't budge. Umbridge thought that Filch was looking his very cutest when he said... (laughs) Oh, jeez. Take my hand, Dolores. This is her only way around this scenario is to get on a on a broom and fly away into the sunset. Oh, Filch is on the firebolt. I yeah. thought you said Peeves is on the firebolt. Oh no. Why is Peeves <laughs> Okay? No, Filch is on a firebolt outside the window. Okay. Ah. And he's gonna save her. From Peeves. From Peeves hanging out outside of her classroom. Blocking yeah, the yeah, way yeah. to her classroom. Well, you know, all her teeth fell out and uh, <laughs> Yeah, all her teeth fell out and she showed up to the to the class and there was a test and she didn't know yeah, about the yeah. test. Yeah. Yeah. So she was the one teaching the class, yeah. but it but it's fine. fine. She still needed to take the test. Take my hand, Dolores. Umbridge took Filch's hand and Filch pulled her onto the broomstick. Peeves watched with a startled expression on his face as they flew out of Hogwarts. <laughs> Filch and Umbridge talked and laughed for a long time. I assume they're still flying? No, they are definitely still flying. <laughs> All right. For a long time. They're going somewhere. That's fine. It's a dream. They're, they don't need to be doing anything that makes any sense. <laughs> Where are you taking me, Argus? Umbridge asked him. Does it matter, Dolores? All that matters. Well, you're late. You're in a play. <laughs> to get you into costume <laughs> just like an amalgamation of every single step stress dream yeah uh, also though like actually weren't you supposed to go teach a class though no nah it's a dream there is no class part of the dream's over does it matter dolores all that matters is that we're in love <laughs> They flew and flew until they finally came to a stop. 
There was a huge castle with green grass and flowers around it. Was it not Hogwarts? He flew her to a different castle. He flew her to a different castle. Okay. For some reason. Sure. Because they're in love. Yeah. With green grass and flowers around it, food on the grass, and everything the couple could dream of. He's had this. He had this picnic set up already at the castle I see. for her. Okay, okay. On the castle, there were engraved the words Dolores slash Argus. He carved their names into the castle. Into a castle. Maybe it's their castle. Maybe he got <laughs> them a castle. He got them a castle. <laughs> It's a dream, Sequoia. It's a it doesn't dream. have to make sense. Look. <laughs> Things just happen. Umbridge hugged Filch. Is this really true or is it a dream? She asked him. <laughs> no. Well, this is real life, he replied. Okay. <laughs> okay. How did you get all this? She asked. I have no idea. Filch admitted, but who cares when you're in love? <laughs> I got all this because this is actually a dream and this isn't real life. Uh, it doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> it's a very lovely dream. Uh-huh. This is the end of the dream. Chapter three, admitting the truth. Mm. Umbridge loved her dream, but no matter what Filch said in the dream, it wasn't true. <laughs> Umbridge sat at the fo- foot of her bed crying. It's tragic. This is very tragic. You know, when you wake up from a really good dream and yeah. you remember that you have to go to work. Yeah. I I I often have dreams where um I just like find bags of money on the ground. <laughs> and then I wake up and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I cry at the foot of my bed. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure, sure. Oh. It was all so good, she sighed. But does that mean I like him? What do you think? Does that mean she likes him? Or you want a castle. Or she wants a castle. Or you or ate too much. <laughs> pasta before bed (laughs) is that what happens when you eat too much pasta before bed yeah you gotta watch out for those night noodles (laughs) (laughs) excuse me what they give you dreams of true love and then you wake up in the morning and the dreams weren't true is that why you have to watch out for the night pasta or the night pasta (laughs) I must to do this specific thing to you. Look, what's with all these questions, Sequoia? <laughs> I just have a lot of questions about the night pasta. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can move on. <laughs> uh, but does that mean I like him? Yes. I like him. No. I love him. She said to herself, laughing from happiness. <laughs> mm. 
I'm in love with you. I had a dream. I ate some night pasta and then I had a dream that <laughs> that you carved my, our names into the side of a someone's castle. Someone's castle. Somebody's someone's castle. Someone's castle. <laughs> she left her room and there was Filch downstairs mopping the floor and singing. I don't know what the, I don't know what the tune to this is going to be. You don't have to sing. I have to sing it. Okay. I'm going to sing it anyway. Okay. Oh, I love Dolores. Yes. 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 Oh, no. Wait. Huh, I wonder if he likes her. It's all, wait, it does, tells me what the tune is. Uh, what does it say? It's happy birthday. Oh. Oh, I love Dolores, yes. 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 What? <laughs> He's just so in love, and he only knows one song. <laughs> it's Happy Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what yeah well um is she still gonna be like oh i wonder if he likes me <laughs> does this dream mean i like him does that song mean he likes me <laughs> no she's she's there he does he doesn't know he's saying this whole song he doesn't mm-hmm. know she's standing there he's gonna be so embarrassed mm-hmm. you do Umbridge asked in surprise. Filch blushed, his face turning the color of a red hot pepper. But he admitted he did. Mm-hmm. I do too, Umbridge shrieked. Both of the lovebirds tried to say something, but they ended up stammering. I, 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 Umbridge said. You, 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 Filch said. We love each other, they said (laughs) at the same time. (laughs) So cool. What? (laughs) What is this nonsense? Listen, we haven't done some some you know good old fashioned uh-huh. cracky shit in a long time. <laughs> this is some good 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 weird stuff. This is some good weird stuff. <laughs> I love it when anyone talks in unison. I, I do you think there's like students up and about on the, headed on onto their way down to breakfast or whatever witnessing this experience yeah <laughs> probably oops they're just so in love they can't see anything else around them yeah there's nobody else there the the it's the same thing as what happened in dumbledore's office <laughs> chapter four happily ever after this is the last chapter. This is the last chapter. Four of four. I want. I want okay. you to know something about this chapter. I want you to know really something really important about this chapter. Yeah. What? It is like fifty words long. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Some really excellent work here. You know, <laughs> what happened next? Well, Umbridge and Filch went their own separate ways. Filch to his office and Umbridge to the Defense Against the Dark Arts classroom. At least Umbridge thought that's where Filch went. <laughs> what? Oh no, a turn. A turn. <laughs> in the last co- in the last couple of words here. A turn. Because then Peeves blocked Umbridge's way while she was trying to get into her classroom. And What? Well, you know the rest of the story. Premonition. <laughs> he shows up on a fireball. They go on a really, really, really long broom ride to a picnic, and he carved their names into the side of someone's castle. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's something. You're welcome. I managed to get zero, zero points. points. Well, so that was good. You know, it that was going to be a hard one because you because you were you couldn't guess the pairing because the pairing's in the title. True. Yeah, and then um, I had to guess what wild shit they were going to put in it, <laughs> and you and wouldn't that didn't have. work. You would not have. No, 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 I no. Didn't. We're running a little fast on time, so uh, how about I read you something that I haven't found anything to pair with yet? Yeah. That sounds this is a good. weird format that we're doing, but <laughs> listen, it's fine. <laughs> Alrighty, um, this fic was sent to me by a listener, so shout out to OC Skeptic. Thank you for sending it to me. Um, you ready for your clues? Yes. This fan fiction is called Golf. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's on AOS three, so it doesn't have genre tags. So I'm going to tag this. Humor. Okay, just very helpfully. Thanks. And the time period is pre Half Blood Prince. Oh boy. Oh boy. Golf. Golf. Okay, there's like this whole subsection of fan fiction that's like, what if the characters of Harry Potter played this sport? Um, okay. <laughs> so I'm just gonna guess that some Muggleborn at Hogwarts decides to host a golf tournament. Nice. Um, this is terrible. What have you done to me? I know. You're not going to get anything. I'm <laughs> not sorry, but like that title has like basically nothing to do with the story. Oh, good. Oh, that's very good. Excellent. I'm going to guess that somebody pulls a prank in this story. Cool. I'm gonna guess that. Now I'm just trying to think of like any fan fiction trope. Just anyone. Just one. Anything. I'm gonna guess that this is a muggle AU. Nice. <laughs> Those are all good tries. Thanks. That was nothing. <laughs> it is absolutely nothing. Let's read the fan fiction called Golf now. Oh my god. <laughs> Her ladyship called me Draco again. Her ladyship? Said Zach without preamble. I'm sorry, what? Her ladyship called me Draco again, said Zach without preamble. <gasps> Zach! <laughs> yes, this is a Zach story. 
her uh-huh. ladyship. Okay. Uh-huh. There's a lot to unpack there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Zach's getting called Draco by, by someone. someone who is her ladyship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pushing past Luna into the Quibbler office's cramped break room. He works for the Quibbler. He with Luna. works for the Quibbler with Luna. <gasps> yes. This is a, I really, really like this story. Incredible. He grabbed his mug, which was bright yellow, with Zachariah Smith helpfully written on the side. <laughs> just in case, just so nobody at the office steals your mug. <laughs> Luna. Luna. <laughs> Xenophilius. <laughs> Classic Xenophilius. Uh, he's got his name written on the side and hexed so that if anyone else touched it, they'd get boils. Oh my gosh. Because... Zach had spent seven years in a shared dorm, and there are some habits you can't break. <laughs> Can you imagine? I love, I love when fan fictions characterize Zach as being just like an absolute total dickbag. <laughs> like, who was giving you this problem in Hufflepuff, Zach? Right. I mean, probably all of them, because they probably all share everything all the time, because they're all best friends, and they're all so nice. Right. Zach's like, no, actually, don't touch actually, my shit. don't touch my stuff. Or you'll get guys boils. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. So he grabbed his mug and squeezed back past Luna to get at the coffee jug, which was empty. <gasps> oh, he's just having a day. Luna dipped her tea strainer placidly in and out of her bone china cup. Zach glared at her. <laughs> And I don't see why I have the fudge story. I am a sports writer. I write about sports. Of course he does. I like sports. Of course he does. Of course he does. He writes the sports column at the Quibbler. The Quibbler. Yes. Incredible. Why does that exist? What other (laughs) columns are at the Quibbler? Oh no! So I love it so much. What sports stuff is he? Because cause like Zach seems like he'd be a pretty serious, no nonsense kind of guy, probably writing like really normal sports reporting. Yeah. he's writing for the Quibbler, which like would be sports related conspiracy shit. Exactly, right? it would be. <laughs> or he's writing an incredibly normal sports column at the Quibbler. Yeah, that's possible. Um, <laughs> which is wild. Any option's great. <laughs> He's mad that he has to write about the fudge story. It was on a golf course, Luna pointed out, wide eyes staring at him inquisitively through the steam off her tee. So whatever happened. That doesn't make it a sports story, growled Zach. And why is there no coffee? Oh, he's such a he's such a grump. <laughs> His life is hard. It's so hard. No coffee. He has to write the fudge story just because it took place on a golf course. (laughs) (sighs) So he's like, why is there no coffee? Garmals. I don't want to know. (laughs) I wonder how long he's been working at the Quibbler. Because it feels like. A while. It feels like a while, It feels like a long time. And like, how did you get stuck here like this, my dear? (laughs) Too much of a dick to work anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah. They hide out in offices and come out when no one is around to drink the last of the coffee, <laughs> explained Luna, unperturbed. 
I was going to put cameras up to catch them, but Colin said he had to use them for work. Oh! Colin's the photographer. Amazing. It's a great staff, right? <laughs> this staff is shaping up incredibly. I know that we... I kind of feel like they maybe graduated from Hogwarts and the journalism club staff became the Quibbler staff. Mm, yeah. I love that. I feel like we do a lot of this type of, a, like, I don't know. We talk a lot about the possibilities of who writes what column at what magazine and what newspaper, like, a lot. This is, this is a common discussion. Yeah. There's, there's quite a bit of, like, students becoming journalists when they graduate. I'm not entirely sure why that is. I think it maybe is related to, you know, how every rom-com, the romantic lead, one of the romantic leads works for a magazine. Yes. For some reason. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe there was something in the air. <sighs> is that a, that, because I feel like that's maybe not, is that every rom-com or is that kind of from this time period rom-com where everyone worked for a magazine? This time period was pretty heavy on it, but it is, it persists mm -hmm. to this day. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I guess maybe it's because like with a magazine, you know, more or less what they're doing there. If it's like a more, more generic business, who knows what more generic business people do all day? I certainly don't. Exactly. Exactly. It gives, it gives the, the character an excuse to be in a certain place at a certain time or. It does. Yeah. Oh, man. Like a golf course. <laughs> Is that the only mention no, of golf Luna's... we're going to get? No. Luna's, uh, <laughs> Luna's talking about garbles, right? Did I not just say that I didn't want to know? I could tell you were joking. <laughs> Luna sipped her tea, staring at him over the rim with vague interest. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I love this dynamic. This is a great dynamic. <laughs> Why did Malfoy even buy the quibbler? Zach asked plaintively. She barely comes in as it is. Uh, what? Wh Stop whoa, here. Whoa, what? Her ladyship mentioned above who called him Draco and he was pissed about it. Yes. It's Narcissa Malfoy, the current owner of the quibbler. Uh, I was... Oh, oh, Xenophilius <laughs> uh, retired or something. There is an incredible amount of power in what's happening right now. <laughs> this I love this story so much. I've been so sad that I haven't been able to find something to pair with it because I've been wanting to read it to you for months. Oh my god, what is she doing buying the Quibbler? Is she trying to, yep. um, you know, take control of? The narrative, the news media narrative. I think she was just bored and rich. Probably that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next, like, why did Narcissa even buy the quibbler? And I never used to get stories where people died. What? We're getting breadcrumbs about this this fudge Who golf. Who died story. at the golf course? <laughs> Somebody. Pride of Portree versus Wimborne Wasps. Yes, but that's Quidditch. <laughs> this is is people die all the time in Quidditch, die. Luna. <laughs> yeah, calm down. <laughs> this is is golf. Supplied Luna helpfully, wandering <laughs> out into the main offices. 
Man, this author is absolutely nailing it with Luna right now. This is they're both just Ooh. every single there's not a part of the story that I don't love. Ooh. Um wandering out into the main offices. Zach followed her, still talking. What sort of sport is golf for a wizard anyway? And now I'm supposed to what? Right? Minister of Magic scores three under, gets squashed by a bad caddy charm on bag cards. <laughs> he died. He died on the golf course. What? Also, he had a magical charm instead of a caddy on his yeah. golf bag. Yeah. And it crushed him to death. Implying that he was at a magical golf course. It does imply that, but Zach's still mad that he's playing golf, so I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, wizards love golf. <laughs> what? Wizards love golf, as we all know, as we all clearly know. Do you think wizard golf is like mini golf, where there's like obstacles, obstacles. and traps? Yes. They, they couldn't just play regular golf. Oh, yeah, for sure yeah. not. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about wizard golf <laughs> for a long time. Wizard golf. Anyway, uh, you got to get moving. I'm, I'm going to make this episode like an hour and a half long. Whoops. Lol. Oh, we're going to Sequoia. <laughs> I'd use more words or less, Luna mused, if that's your headline. Oh, my God. Uh, she sat at her desk and pulled the quill out from behind her left ear. I need coffee. Zach moaned, sitting on the desk next to her. How am I supposed to write without coffee? Colin! (laughs) Colin, photographer slash intern. Slash coffee thief. (laughs) Maybe intern, yeah. The photographer jumped and squeaked. I I didn't do it. You have coffee. Give me your coffee. (laughs) Oh my god, you can't just take other people's coffee. Colin doesn't need it. Maybe. (laughs) It's mine, said Colin, cradling the mug to his chest, and you can't have it. I need it. I have to reshoot the whole roll. Too depressing, she said. (laughs) Narcissa said. (laughs) Seems like she's maybe more hands-on than Zach was complaining about earlier. Yeah, maybe she's just not hands-on on on the sports column. Normally, Yeah. yeah, probably not. I tried to tell her. I said, Mrs. Malfoy. I said, it's a crime scene. I said, it's supposed to be depressing, but no, it's be a dear and take them all again. There's a good boy. And never meant that I'd spent three hours developing them. And what am I supposed to take pictures of? I ask you what? My coffee. Mine. <laughs> I know it's a crime scene, but make it cheerier. <laughs> I, know the, I know the Mr. Magic is dead. Dead. Uh, he died. The shot's gonna be like puffy clouds and rolling hills and <laughs> a windmill. You know the tiny windmill. The tiny windmill the for the for wizard golf. Wizard yeah, golf. we know. <laughs> We're all familiar. That sounds cheery. Anyway, Colin hurried off, muttering under his breath. Bastard said Zach. <laughs> Zach, you're the rude one. Look, he added to Luna. The point is. Doesn't this strike you as something major? The Minister of Magic, taking a photo op, gets chased into a bunker and beaten to death by his auto caddy? 
Yeah. That does sound like a serious piece of sports. We'll give it to the sports reporter. Yeah. You know, it does kind of maybe seem like Narcissus may be trying to control the narrative somewhat. Yeah. But she's not really going to succeed if she only has the quibbler. So yeah. She's working her way up. Not doing a very good job. You, you buy the God. bottom uh. paper first, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The first such accident ever, and it happens to fudge. Shouldn't this be given to the crime desk or city or 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 something? You have a crime you know, desk. Someone who's city a city desk. Sorry, <laughs> isn't that good? Paper the quibbler. is like wide reaching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, maybe Narcissus expanded the staff and the scope so much because it seemed like when Xenophilius was running the place, it was just him. It's just him. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have any reporters, no staff. No, there's a whole crime desk. wild conspiracy theories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And city. <laughs> what city? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you know, to someone who's a real journalist. But no, let's give the job to the Hufflepuff because no one else wants it. Do you know how many words I have written down? Five words. That's it. Crazed Caddy Carts Mangle M- Minister by Z Smith. <laughs> It's <laughs> a good headline. Oh, he's not a real. I like how he's 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 still kind of humble. He's like, I'm not a real journalist. I, I, I read about sports. sports. Yeah. Why don't any of the uh, real journalists want this? It seems like a like a like a meaty story, you know. Mm, kind of seems like one that maybe Narcissa is really mm. coming down hard on. Yeah. I should clarify. It's not to say that sports reporting isn't real. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like Zach's not doing a real job at sports reporting. Yeah. Because he just wants to hang out and watch sports, like, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got he's got the headline. That's it. That's my article. It's not even a paragraph. Anybody could write this better than me. You could write it. The gargles could. <laughs> Carmels, said Luna vaguely, not looking up from her writing. And they couldn't. Their hands have evolved into specialized tools <laughs> capable only of lifting coffee jugs. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love her. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> Luna, Zach snapped, but his forthcoming tirade was preempted by a shout of integrity. They both looked up as Narcissa strode into view, gold swirt swirling in an eye-catching fashion. Honesty, impartiality, caution, propriety, objectivity. Some might say these things are the foundations of journalism. Narcissa smoothed down her dress and gave them all a benevolent smile that made Zach want to hide behind his desk until she was gone. (laughs) We are here at the Quibbler... However, to give people exactly what they want, which is to say, gossip about each other. Indeed, (laughs) if it means a story, we have a veritable duty to compromise ourselves. So let me never hear journalistic integrity again. (laughs) I require tea. Wow. That was powerful. She rolled up in there wearing what I assume is a gold, gold just all gold, 100% all gold. gold. Yes. Into her newspaper and told yes. them to just fuck journalistic integrity. 
amazing. Yes. What a power yes. move. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh. She looked around with imperious expectancy. Excuse me? Tried Zach. Mrs. Malfoy? You have my tea. I, uh, uh, yes. He grabbed Luna's cup and held it out. Tea for you. <laughs> it's quality imported Lapsang Souchong, <laughs> said Luna. I quite like it. Oh, right. I had to look this word up. This next sentence had a word that I'd never heard before. Oh. With a moo, which is a pouting expression, Narcissa accepted the drink. She made to leave, but Zack interrupted. Mrs. Malfoy, about this story, the golf course. Oh, yes, such a tragic shame. A life, a prominent life cut short by a bizarre, unexplainable accident <laughs> and on such a prestigious golf course. My husband. <laughs> and here she paused, looking a little misty-eyed. My husband donated generously to them in his prime, you understand. Ha! Huh. She smiled distantly at some random corner of the room and then turned an all-business look on him. On my desk in 20 minutes. Chop, chop. 20 and minutes? And Draco, darling, you should really cut your hair. Why does she come calling him Draco? Is she okay? No. <laughs> oh, no. Not okay. <laughs> Also, the Malfoys definitely killed Fudge. Absolutely, 100%. And that is why they are 100%. shuffling this story over to the sports guy so that it doesn't actually get done very well. Yep. Whoo! Instead of their hard-hitting investigative journalists that they totally have at the Quibbler. Absolutely, that they have at the crime desk, specifically. <laughs> she called him Draco. I'm Zach, Mrs. Malfoy. Of course you are, dear, Narcissa said absently, vanishing into her office. Strange woman, said Zach. <laughs> and then, 20 minutes? 20 minutes? I can't do this in 20 minutes. I couldn't do it in 20 days. I need coffee. <laughs> there was an answering squeak from the dark room where Colin's hiding. Mm -hmm. Luna looked at him with big eyes, chewing on the tip of her quill. Is it really that important? Coffee, Zack gasped, is the most important thing <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> and he stomped off to find some. The end? Yes. Oh my god, Just no. A silly want... little snapshot into Zack's tragic life as a journalist. Oh my god. I want an entire The Office style television show about this yeah. workplace. The, uh, the premise? Is so wow. powerful. Wow. I'm actually, I've clicked into the author's, uh, they've got some fun looking stuff in here. Here's one that's, that the summary is Neville goes clubbing. <laughs> oh, can you just, I, I would like the link to this entire author's experience. We're just going to go through and have a <laughs> have a fun time in this author's backlog. Watch the record. Author's great. Um <laughs> You got 0 points. I did. I wasn't going to get any I'm of that. I was not. Very pleased that I finally got to read that. I absolutely loved it. So, thank you so so much for sending it my way. And now it's time for 
the Rex Zone. What do you got? Today for my recommendation, I have a listener submission. It's called Brief Encounter. And a Vernon Dursley uh, meets Warrington's mom in King's Cross. And they're like both really bad people. And it's really good. (laughs) It's like a very, very strange sort of just like a slice of, of whatever. Neat. So, yeah, I thought it was really good. It was uh, weird and good, and they're really, really bad people. And um, <laughs> it is tagged humor slash family. But I do, but I do think that some of the <laughs> there, some of it is just them being really bad people. So the link to that will be in the description of this episode, along with the other links to the other stories. If you want to check out how fun that author was, you, know, yes. you can go through. Yes, yes, see, yes. See with your own little eyes. <laughs> um, the link to the recommendation will also be on our website, fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website's the story submission form. We had um, golf was golf. Uh, submitted by, by a listener. So keep sending us that really fun, good stuff. You all are doing great. Also on the website, you can find our merchandise. There's some stickers and fun stuff on the website. And then there's also a link to our T public where we have a lot of different stuff on uh, T-shirts and stuff like that. Um, you can find us on social media of Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Fanatical Fix. If you have longer thoughts, you can drop them in our email inbox at fanaticalfix.gmail.com. I know how emails work. <laughs> if you want to help out the podcast, there are a couple ways to do that. First thing, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or on Facebook or wherever might accept a review for this podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also trick the planet 2022. Spread the word. We've been... Spread that yep, good word. Sp- keep keep spreading the good word. <laughs> Is it a good word? Keep spreading a fine word. The wild word. (laughs) The wild word. I like it. I like it. (laughs) You can also support us by joining our Patreon. We've got lots of fun bonus content and a fun community and all that kind of stuff over there. Thank you to the Wampic Willows for letting us use their song Wolf Star as our theme song. You can find their discography over at thewampingwillows.bandcamp.com. Bye.